0: Seems like everyone in New Hampshire has at least a few good deer stories. And why not? Since their statewide population is estimated to be 100,000, that's at least one deer for every 13 people living in New Hampshire.
1: Whitetail deer seem to be everywhere. Unexpected sightings in backyard gardens, to near misses, or worse, on our roads. We love deer,
0: but how much do we really know about this iconic creature of eastern forests? I'm Dave Anderson with the Forest Society.
1: And I'm Chris Martin with New Hampshire Audubon, and this is Something Wild.
0: November is certainly the right month to talk about deer. November is the peak of breeding season as female does come into estrus and the male bucks are most active during the annual rut. An extensive deer forest study coordinated
1: by wildlife biologists from Penn State is surveying over a 1,000 white-tailed deer. Hmm... How do you suppose they get the deer to fill out the survey?
0: Oh, man, seriously, the study started in 2013 and continues through 2026. It uses radio collars to track deer movements over the long term.
1: They're learning tons about what deer do when they melt back into the forest.
0: New Hampshire deer are close to the northern limit of their natural range in the east. So our deer have slightly different challenges compared to those in Pennsylvania, but it's still interesting to see the takeaways from the study.
1: In the Granite State, deer rely very heavily on acorns, beech, and hazelnuts. You'll often find them on field edges and in brushy habitats, in the Connecticut River Valley, for example, or on woods edges in suburbs across southern New Hampshire.
0: While generally sticking to a home range of about one square mile, individual deer sometimes go on walkabout of several miles.
1: Both does and bucks may decide to take off for a day or so and later return to their normal home range. No one's quite sure why. Maybe the view. Or scouting?
0: When a doe is ready to give birth in June, does try to find safe spots and will return to that same site each year. Ironically, they might select the location near a road, despite what seems like an obvious risk, to evade one of their main predators, humans.
1: So they use the road as a kind of protection?
0: Right, right. And they often leave their fawns right where they are born, only returning to nurse them. They seem to be aware that the more often they visit the fawns, the more danger that poses.
1: Dave, you're out in the woods a lot. When do you think deer are most active? Early morning and evening. Well, the deer in this study didn't start moving till around 10 a.m. The peak movement for bucks was around noon.
0: They feed, and then they seek shelter midday where they ruminate. White-tailed deer have four chambered stomachs. When deer feed, they tongue food to the back of their mouths and chew just enough to swallow. After a deer fills its gut, it lies down to chew its cud and then re-swallow it.
1: Deer have evolved, always being the prey. They have eyes located on the sides of their head, and it gives them a 310-degree field of view. And they perceive motion
0: effectively in slow motion and react instantly. Deer are acutely aware of activity in the forest so much so that hunters are convinced that deer know when hunting season has started. But deer are becoming more of an exurban and suburban agricultural pest for gardeners. They're habituated and tame in backyards.
1: Seems kind of counterintuitive that there are more deer in less forested areas and nearer people.
0: Well, not really. Agricultural land and suburbs have proportionately more food, more sunlight and edge and brush that favor deer. Deep, dense, dark woods have no understory and thus are not as delicious as former farms.
1: So I got another question. Are we just studying them so we can figure out how to be better at hunting them? or how to keep them out of our gardens?
0: So cynical. They're amazing creatures, and there are lots of reasons to know more about them. Learning about deer allows us to learn more about forests. In New Hampshire, the high density of deer is impacting the overall regeneration of hardwoods, notably sugar maple and red maple, and many wildflowers in the forest understory.
1: The issue is really, how many healthy deer can a New Hampshire forest support?
0: our winters are less severe, warmer and wetter. As a result, there's increasingly better survival of wintering deer.
1: Most people love just seeing deer. Check out the blog posts from the folks doing the Penn State study.
0: We'll link to it on our Something Wild page. I'm Dave Anderson.
1: And I'm Chris Martin. Something Wild is a joint production of New Hampshire Audubon, the Forest Society, and NHPR.